supposed to. Right. Frat Aqua. Precision. It's just impossible to have a meeting, isn't it? We just can't. Grund, you said? I'm sorry, gentlemen. I had to. Did you say Grund? Yes. Grund. Kenny, Joe and I had a, a bit of a meeting before you signed on. Go ahead. We both thought it was a bad idea. Let's just leave it at that. How's that sound? We're yeah, just, we that just works haven't for devoted me. any time to it. And, and That's two, fine. Two weekends in my garage ain't going to do it. Kenny, from you today, I will need a Moon Motorsports. And let's do Maple Grove. So then the uh, other question is, will it ever happen? Well, or can I just put this shit away once and for all? No, there's a, we're supposed to appear in Duluth in November. That's you want right. to put together a real act? Are we supposed to be talking about that? No. no. <laughs> See, this is why it'd be real, really nice to just have five goddamn minutes before we sign on. Well, you did. I did. <laughs> No, I, I have a lot to say that probably shouldn't be said. Then zip with it. the council. <laughs> then don't. Because <laughs> it's not the council's problem what we're what we're trying to wrestle with here. You know, um, I'm going to have to talk in circles because, well, but th- all the phone calls I received yesterday, Joe, including from you, you know, you and I had agreed on that, like. A year and a half ago. I thought so, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. And I told the other guy I talked to that, that this has been our policy for a long time. He seemed surprised, and I said, well, yeah. I've also found it's usually best to deal with the guy we talked to yesterday as opposed to anybody else. Uh, okay. I am thankfully and luckily in as much the dark as the town council is about that part. <laughs> it's it's nothing, no, nothing yeah, big, big no, or earth shattering or even anything that matters. It's just I was just uh, being funny. <laughs> the little nuances that go into the doing the deal. Um, there was something else I needed to. Well, let me promote this at the beginning of the show, please. What's that, Chris? The Chaness and Dinner Theater. I waited until the end because I forgot. Are we up to 77% of the tickets? I'm not gone? sure. I didn't get an update today. We fell 2% to 71. <laughs> uh, sending my tickets back. <laughs> I, gotta, I can't go. My mom ordered hers and said they assigned her a table, which I thought, oh, huh. all right. I guess that makes sense. I have never been there. Hard to believe. It really? Either of I. years or three. Oh. Never been there. It's a neat place. Kenny, do you know anything about the trooper shooting the fellow on the freeway? Not, no, nothing more than what has been released I, by the I media. Guess what I want to know is why? Did he have a gun, maybe? I don't know. Yeah, uh, I don't, don't, don't know. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's wrong, John? I see the families Nothing. taking the usual route that most families do. Yep. But their their little boy was sweet and innocent. Turning his life around. 
that wasn't mom. Mom said uh, that we, had was, some, uh, we had some issues was, with them. Was that the aunt or the sister or sister. somebody? Yeah. Frataloni's Hardware and Garden Stores. Frataloni's. We're done at one. Yes, sir. Twenty. Let's go. All one right. Tw twenty. Well, John, what happened to your connection? Uh, huh? What? What? Am I gone? No, but it's, so, it sounded weird. Maybe well, it was because you I was back. way over here. Yeah, that, that's what it was. That's what it was. There we go. Suits. Now I'm back. Yeah. Rolling. Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores brings you Garage Logic Podcast number 1,123. August 1st. Oh, man. Oh. Where does the time go? August 1st, 2023 is 101 degrees on this day in 1988, as we learned yesterday. Looking back into the newspapers of that day, it was not treated as hysteria or calamity. 49 degrees on this day in 1962. Lots of swimming season left. I hope you get a hold of Aquaside, or better yet, I hope you've already gotten a hold of Aquaside. They've been keeping swimming beaches free of weeds and crud for more than 60 years of the line of products made in White Bear Lake. They work quickly. They're easy to use. They work, and they've been vetted by all of the proper authorities who look at such things. Mm -hmm. So the fish are safe, the kids are safe, you're safe. And uh, call Aquaside. Tell them uh, a lot of swimming season left. The kids are down there grousing. They're pointing at stuff. Look at that crap. They get don't rid want of it. it there. Call Aquaside and describe what you're looking at. They'll get you the right products, and your beach will look great the rest of the season. Call Aquaside at 1-800-328-9350. Or go to Aquaside.com. And now, from the mayor's office above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic with Chris Reavers manning Technology Corner, Kenny Olson from the Krabby Coffee Shop, John Height in the newsroom, and of course, the rookie. Here is your flashlight king, fireworks commissioner, and the keeper of common sense, your mayor. Joe Sushir. We are less than two weeks away, and we are all excited about the Garage Logic 30th anniversary celebration at the Chanhassen Dinner Theaters. That's going to take place Monday, August 14th. It's going to include a live recording of the podcast. Tickets are just $40. It does include dinner, and you get to witness the magic happen in person. The show starts. So you don't bring your own dinner. <laughs> I wonder if you could. So you don't bring your own lunch. You get oh. it right there. Okay. Yeah. I, or maybe you wanted to bring snacks. Could. Because it's a long show. Granola bar. 5.30 show, or excuse me, 5.30 dinner show at 7.30. For more information and to purchase your tickets, just go to garagelogic.com, and when you arrive at the show tickets page, click on Get Tickets. Our latest update was yesterday at 76%. No update as to where we stand today, but I'm telling the public, once the tickets are gone, they're gone. Chris, do they serve alcohol there? Yes. I've never been there. I found that shocking when you and John Me both said either. that. Yeah. Nor have I. I've been there a couple of times. It's a neat place. I really like it. I've done two different station events there. It's those people are awesome. They're really good good people. We got a note last week from a fellow, uh I still don't know fellow or female, C G 
who was confronting us about the idea that we might not be commuting to work. And he was, uh, remember, he was holding us uh, in some sort of degree of hypocrisy, and we straightened him out, and now he writes back, I want to say thank you for responding back. I would like to apologize for two things. One, my poor email. Uh, one other thing, you yeah, are correct. because you ripped him. Well, I'm sorry. <laughs> You're, you are correct. My writing skills have always been my weakness. That's why I'm an accountant. Uh, just wanted to say thank you for answering the percentage who work from home. Last, I wanted to respond about me driving one hour and 30 minutes. It's not, to, uh, it's not by choice, but more of a need. If I worked in my town I live at, I'd be below living means. I'm not sure I'm following that. But he won't make enough money working out in the sticks. I get you, it. You make more money working where the tall buildings are. I get it. Especially trying to pay back my school loans. Have a great day and pushing back. Sincerely, CG. Thank you, CG. And our friend, Matt, the demo driver. Yes. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Man, he sent me pictures of the car. It doesn't even look like a car. <laughs> <laughs> It looks like a green suitcase. That's success, then. That means he's doing his The job. back wheels are in the rear seat. They've been pushed into the rear sure. seat. Yeah. There's not a chance in hell you could identify what kind of car that was. He said, unfortunately, I did not win in Anoka on Sunday. They had 20 cars for my class and split us into two heats of 10. I took fifth in my heat, which, considering how bad my car was before... Isn't so bad at all. Car still runs, but won't be driving far due to me breaking my front CV axle and both of my rear tires now being pushed into the back seat. (laughs) Below are the aftermath photos. I think it would look great in your front yard, Joe. I'll sell it to you as is for a good price. No, thank you, Matt. Somehow this kid will figure out how to get that back on the road. Or I don't know how they do it. You know, just drag it into your front yard. Do you yard. want to post his pictures on the website? Oh, yeah, for I sure. have them over there, and I'll forward them to you. Yes, please do that. They're extraordinary. That's cool. They're, it looks like a guy with a... It looks like you could pick it up and hold it by a handle, and it's a green suitcase. Well, I'm wondering if Team Garage Logic Racing can come to the rescue here and one GLer help out another GLer. There's got to be somebody out there that has the exact car Matt needs for the next competition. Yeah, but how, I brought that up get... the other day, and you guys poo-pooed me and said it no, was not, against no, the law. Not, no, not us. We step aside and oh, let, I see. let the GLers deal with each other. Yeah, Maybe we could make some connections. So basically, you're just trying to be the last one standing, right? That's what you're... In a demo, uh, Derby? Yeah. Your objective is yeah. to be the last one moving. <laughs> you know, the only thing I would fear in a demo, Derby, is a concussion. Well, that and just the trauma to your body. Well, that You're would not, be the trauma, would be to yeah. your neck and your head. You're not allowed to hit a car on the driver's door. That's right. one of the rules. Oh, I um, know that. The one thing I always worried about, I don't know if they do rear-wheel drive demos anymore, but I, that, that uh, drive shaft always troubles me. Yeah. Where's that thing going? Because right that through thing, your belly. Yeah, if that <laughs> thing comes up through the floor pan, owie. Didn't an F1 driver die that way? I'm thinking... Uh, one of the famous F1 drivers died that way. The drive shaft got him. Yeah. Uh, 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 what's this? Another a follow-up note to, to Split Rock Lighthouse, which came up in yesterday's This Day in History. 
and we learned the only way to get to it upon its inception was by road, I'm, I'm sorry, by boat, and that left me curious. And I have a note from Jason Young who writes, when you mention Split Rock Lighthouse, uh, you seem puzzled why the lighthouse was only reachable by, by water when it opened in 1910. As the great-grandson of Pete Young, the first keeper of Split Rock, oh, cool. I have the answer. The reason why the lighthouse was only reachable by boat in 1910 is because Highway 61 was not built until 1924. In order to get to the lighthouse, you did need to take a short boat ride from two harbors. Congress allocated, boy, this is a good lesson in how government used to work. Congress allocated 75 grand to construct the lighthouse, and it was not only built on time, but under budget. At the time, it housed the largest lens of its kind in the world, and when conditions were right, the light could be seen as far away as Grand Marais. And one other note, the lighthouse was supposed to be lit on August 1, not July 31st. Apparently, great-grandpa Pete was either confused and thought that the light was to be lit prior to midnight on the 1st, or he was just bored and wanted to get to work tending the light. He's a bad waiter. All the best to you and the guys, Jason. Thank you, Jason. That's cool. Yeah. And a final note before we get on with things. Pam writes, I attended the St. Paul Saints game Sunday, and the singer who sang the anthem sang it partly in English and partly in Spanish. I'm a veteran and a moderate conservative, plus I thoroughly enjoy your broadcast. So I just wanted to share that I felt not singing the entire song in English was inappropriate. You have the uh, thing there? It's just another example of doing away with what this country once stood for. It's happening bit by bit. Well, I've been wrestling with that. Is that is that a terrible crime against... Tradition of singing half the anthem in. Uh, I think. Are you, are you asking us? I guess I am. I'm asking you, and I'm asking rhetorically. I was just going to say, I I think it just affects everybody differently. If you're a service member, or a, you know, if you're a veteran, obviously that's going to impact you far greater than it's going to be a ding dong like me. But Someone recently, I don't know who, uh, a black performer, yes, turned it into a list of grievances. Mm-hmm. For black Americans, I didn't find that too agreeable. Uh, but uh, I guess I, I don't know what to say to, to Pam. Uh, but Pam Pam trumps my concern because she's a veteran. Right. So I, I don't blame well, her. Uh, uh, you, so you say she has a higher status as an American than you do? When no, it I comes just to hearing opinion. the anthem at a ball game, I'm going to give Pam a higher status than me. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I don't have a problem with it. I'd like to hear all of it in Spanish, all of it in German, all of it in Italian, uh, every every race or whatever that's been represented Polish? that's come over here. Pola, yeah, bring it. <laughs> Norwegian, yeah, I want to hear it. As long wanna, as they're still singing it. Yeah, I guess it, absolutely. it doesn't lose its meaning. Not to me, it doesn't. Pig Latin, everything. Yeah. America A. Got a note from Joe, Joe, Joe Yo. Lot of Knoxville, Tennessee. I've loved your show since the last century. (laughs) But last week you had me in stitches. Never have you had such a funny bit. You were discussing legalized drugs, and I'm laughing just thinking about it. (laughs) 
You were cracking me up yeah. when you pretended to think this would be a problem for law enforcement. Your state lets carjackers out in two days, and you thought they're going to arrest people for dope in Minnesota. Pure comedic genius. <clears throat> Pushing back from Knoxville. Jojo. Thanks, Jojo. Yeah, he's right. Knoxville, which state? Knoxville. That would be Tennessee, Tennessee Kenny. Well, there's a Knoxville, Iowa, and there's Knoxville's all over. Well, I'm going with Tennessee, Ken. Okay, Okay, Joe, you go with Tennessee. I'll go with Iowa. Tennessee. Law enforcement had a problem with a motorist on 94 Sunday night. The motorist ended up getting shot and died. We don't know why. But that has not stopped the family from holding a rally. And we're learning that, uh, what was it, Jimmy Cobb? How do you say his name? Ricky. Ricky, Ricky Cobb. Yeah. Uh, we don't know why, but the Star Tribune's reporting was uh, off base because they instantly, uh, well, what did they say? A minute, the first sentence, a Minnesota state trooper shot and killed a black motorist early Monday morning. Uh this is the same paper that I thought didn't want to identify people by race. Unless it fits their agenda. But the other reason it's wrong to instantly stoke that fire is that we don't know why Ricky Cobb was shot. Right. We know he fled a scene. He didn't obey commands from state troopers. But we have yet to see body cam or squad car dash camera footage. And then we get this paragraph. Cobb is the latest black motorist killed by law enforcement officers in the Twin Cities following high-profile incidents dating back several years. So we've really, uh, the Star Tribune is really fulfilling its agenda here. Uh, I'm terribly terribly disappointed in the way this is reported. We go back to Philando Castile and Castile and Dante Wright. Uh, Dante Wright was a horrible accident. Uh, Philando Castile was an unqualified copper who's no longer a cop. Uh, it's not like America doesn't try to correct these problems. In any event, let's just cut to the chase. We don't know why Ricky Cobb was shot, so it seems premature for the Star Tribune to be positioning this as another example of evil, and I don't even know the race of the law enforcement officers. But uh, I think it's premature for the Star Tribune to be positioning this as another example of evil law enforcement shooting sweet, innocent black men. I don't know if that was the case. We don't know. And apparently footage, film footage, dash cam, squad car cam will be released soon. Does that mean today? Maybe it's already been released. It has not as of yet, but they did say soon, so hopefully this week at least. So I don't know what to tell you. Uh, I do know that uh, we have a wonderful piece from Hinderocker, John Hinderocker, uh, from the... uh, well, I know if he's the Powerline blog, but a strong affiliation with the Center for the American Experiment. 
And we learned that law enforcement does not discriminate against blacks, and that can be proven. In May 2020, the world was turned upside down when the massively overdosed George Floyd died on a Minneapolis street. Well, he died under a knee. I'm not going to let Chauvin off the hook for that. Well, waiting for an ambulance that could have saved his life, the narrative that Minnesota's criminal justice system was biased against blacks immediately took hold, encouraged by Minnesota's own state and local officials. That's true. In response to that narrative, states and local jurisdictions across America and even around the world enacted reforms that handcuffed law enforcement and favored criminals. Defund the police became a mantra, and Black Lives Matter, the source of many claims of law enforcement's discrimination against blacks, raked in tens of millions from corporate donors. But it, but was the narrative of racial discrimination true? Liberals supported it by comparing the percentage of blacks in the general population of states like Minnesota against the percentage who are caught up in the criminal justice system through arrest, prosecution, conviction, and ultimately incarceration. The fact that blacks are overrepresented in the system, indisputably, indisputably true, was taken as irrefutable evidence that our criminal justice system is racist. There is, of course, another obvious possibility that blacks are overrepresented as criminal defendants and prison inmates precisely because they are overrepresented as perpetrators of crimes, Hmm. which is not to be questioned. That happens to be a fact. Over the years, Heather McDonald, for example, has been especially prominent in pointing out this inconvenient truth. Here in Minnesota, ground zero when it comes to anti-law enforcement propaganda, there was a breakthrough when the state's Bureau of Criminal Apprehension began publishing data on offenders in each criminal category by race. When we look at the percentage of blacks or any other group who are arrested, prosecuted, convicted, etc., the relevant comparison is not between those individuals and the percentage of that group in the general population, the vast majority of whom are law-abiding. Rather, the relevant comparison is the percentage who become involved in the criminal justice system versus the percentage in the offender population. The BCA's new data set allowed us to make this comparison. Enter Dave Zimmer. I know Dave. He's grizzled. David is a veteran, it should say, a grizzled veteran, of 33 years in the Hennepin County Sheriff's Office. He used to be a a Star Tribune employee, from which, well, I'm sorry, maybe I'm talking about the wrong David Zimmer. David is, I I think I am, I apologize. Let me look, I'll look. David is a veteran of 33 years in the Hennepin County Sheriff's Office, from which he retired as a captain. He now works for the American Experiment as a a policy fellow in law enforcement and criminal justice. David went through the painstaking work of analyzing the BCA's offender data and comparing it with arrest, prosecution, conviction, sentencing, and incarceration data, which comes from various sources. What he found should put to rest forever 
the theory that law enforcement in states like Minnesota is biased against blacks. The BCA offender data show that blacks commit serious crimes at a per capita rate 10 times that of whites. That proportion is followed from arrests through incarceration, except that David's analysis finds that Minnesota's criminal justice system discriminates in a, in a statistical sense against whites as compared with blacks. And you can access this report at powerlineblog.com. Some might find the report boring. It consists of largely statistical analysis, charts, and graphs. But if you enjoy seeing a liberal narrative dismantled brick by brick, this report is for you. We issued a press release on David's report, but shockingly, neither the Minneapolis Star Tribune nor any other news outlet took us up on the opportunity to interview Zimmer or published any <laughs> reference to the report. That's okay. We know whose side those outlets are on. They are on the side of the perpetrators of serious crimes, not the victims. I don't know how we're to dispute that claim. That's something we deal with on every single level right yep. now in yep. America, on every topic. Right. David's reports concludes with the fact that the victims of serious crime line up as the same as the perpetrators on a per capita basis. Victims are 10 times as likely to be black, so the liberals are hurting those they pretend to care about, which we've said for 25 years. Yep. Leftist America does not do black people any favors, and if anything, black parents should quit telling Black educators, for example, quit doing my kid a favor. You're only making him or her less than. It is a David, a different David Zimmer. Uh, yeah, I apologize. American Experiment has inaugurated a podcast, and the podcast Maiden Voyage features me, Hinderocker, interviewing Zimmer. If you would rather spend 26 minutes listening to us talk about the report than reading it, probably not a bad idea. Here's the podcast in video form. You can find that at the American Experiment, and you can find the report at powerlineblog.com. We'll come back with more of Minnesota law enforcement in a moment. Oh, but first. Well, I, I'm trying to. Oh, I, I, you started to hit buttons. It's like you gave me the, like, the make noises. Like no, I want, to tell you about, I want to tell you about Precision Garage Door of the Twin Cities. Please. There are so many garage door people that it's hard to find the right one. But here's what I've, here's what I've concluded throughout my long life of having a garage door. Okay. You need a guy, and you got to stick with the guy. And that's Precision Garage Door of the Twin Cities. I've, I've seen their work. I've met the people. They're my guy, even though it's the whole family, a GL family. They, uh, they're available 24-7. They don't charge more for weekends. They take care of everything, springs, rollers, doors, openers, you name it. You want curb appeal? Mm -hmm. They'll do a new door. They've got doors. You can get a door. You, I can get you a door. You got a door? Precision Garage Door will get you a door. They fix garage doors correctly. They don't linger. They don't waste your time. They're busy because they're popular. They serve the west. They serve western Wisconsin and the uh, the metro area. And find them, 
Find them and book your opportunity to get that door fixed before winter. It's August 1st. Mm -hmm. PrecisionDoorMN.com. I was thinking of Dave Nimmer. Oh, that's what I'm thinking of. You're right. Dave Nimmer. 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 He was a prophet UST then. Too, Close wasn't he? enough. <laughs> He's a Are you turned the N on its side? You got Zimmer. No, that's you're what thinking it is. like Mike Zimmer. He used to coach the Vikings. <laughs> and you guys used to play like that jazz music underneath when he would talk. And it was that's, like I that. wacky. Well, we're waiting. Holy shit. I know you, uh, you'd like to get going. Oh, no, it's just nice to keep it moving. Right, but the, the show still requires some editing as we move along, Joe. Missed a bunch of, interesting, bunch of interesting quotes in that Star Tribune story, including from his stepmother and his father. Luke. And they said what? Uh, well, the, right the stepmom was very sane and level-headed. Um, she says, "I don't." Uh, she says, uh, "She said I don't want to blame the police or anything. I don't know what transpired. I'm trying to process what happened." And she also admitted that they weren't on the best of terms. Did you say mom or stepmom, Kenny? Stepmom. Okay. The father said. He just bought the car several months ago, so I don't think the taillights were out. Which isn't, you know, an, an that assumption. was the reason for the stop. Correct. Hmm. Well, they sure are being tight-lipped right now, though, aren't they? Until we see the body cam, we can't they, really. They don't have any choice. <clears throat> I'm a little tired of this BS, too, about, well, he was a dad. Well, the warrant he was wanted on was for violating a restraining order. Uh, if you're the dad, what are you doing at 2 in the morning? Go home and watch the kids. I'm just tired of the bullshit. It's just endless. It's just endless. It a is. lot of rules, Joe. There's a lot of rules, apparently. I'm ready if you guys are. Isn't it amazing that the Star Tribune and the other media outlets won't respond to the Powerline blog when they give them facts? Mm -hmm. and, and you could say they do the same thing for the climate and the same thing for virtually every topic out there. They will not acknowledge facts if they don't, if it doesn't fit their agenda. <clears throat> Oh, yeah. Ready, Ken? Yeah. You're not Kenny. No. Ken is over there. All right. Yeah? Are you ready, Let, Ken? Let's go. Jesus. Why is everyone mad at me today? <laughs> The Earth is not your mother. The Joe Suchere Show. Here's a fact for you. It's been well established. Moon Motorsports has the most exciting showroom in the region with many of the models that are actually the most exciting to us. And the Moon Motorsports showroom has just gotten more exciting with the first ever 
mid-season inventory reduction sale. It's going on now till the 12th of August. Uh, and this is the savings opportunity of the year at Moon. Save up to thousands on the bike, ATV, or side-by-side. Right in the middle of riding season, right when you're thinking about it, well, now's the time. Pull the trigger. You can check them out on at uh, moonmotorsports.com. But then stop into the Monticello showroom and see these deals for yourself. And there's also a big event coming up, the Moon Motorsports 3rd Annual Vintage and Heritage Show, August 12th. It's in partnership again this year with the a vintage Japanese motorcycle club. You can enjoy bikes of past eras and modern bikes with nods to the classic styling. You can enter your bike to win the coolest trophy, a custom-made Yeti Tumbler trophy. Neat. They're the best power sports dealer in our area. Um, Moon Motorsports, just off 94, 25 minutes west of the Twin Cities, and on the web, moonmotorsports.com. Well, Mary Moriality is up to it again. <laughs> Speaking of statistics, the family of a Plymouth man killed during a 2019 attempted carjacking in broad daylight uh, is making clear its disagreement over the Hennepin County Attorney Office's decision to seek probation for the accomplice in that killing. The shooter was sentenced to 22 years in prison. But Mary Moriality informed the family Mm -hmm. of Stephen Markey that prosecutors plan to request that Hussein, spelled H-U-S-A-Y-N, Hussein... Wow, they're doodling? uh, That's not how you normally spell that. Hussein Braveheart... Be spared uh, a lock, a, a lengthy lockup for the killing of Markey, who was 39, shot in broad daylight in northeast Minneapolis. Braveheart was 15 at the time of the shooting and is now 20. His co-defendant, Jared Oshman, then 17, pleaded guilty to second-degree second murder in 2020 and admitted to firing the fatal shot. It's an insult to my son, but that's not the point. My son is gone, said Stephen's father, Jerry Markey. Braveheart is charged with first-degree aggravated robbery and aiding and abetting second-degree murder. Moriarty, Mary Moriality, said her office wants Braveheart to serve one year. That'll teach him. Uh, well, he knew what he me, was doing. Me, he knew me, what he was getting into at 15, five years ago. To serve uh, one year... In the workhouse with five years of probation. Holy crap. <laughs> during which he would have to remain law-abiding. Otherwise, the court could impose the same sentence as Oshman's. They won't. My commitment to Markey's family is that we will do everything that we possibly can to make sure that no other family suffers through the devastating and tragic loss of their loved one, more, Mary Moriality said. Which sounds like utter nonsense. No, you're doing the exact opposite. It just sounds like utter nonsense. Both teens had their cases moved from juvenile to adult court, but it took years for Braveheart's case to finally land there after the Minnesota Supreme Court had to weigh in, ruling in November that Braveheart should be tried as an adult. He remained in custody and completed two residential treatment programs, Moriarty said, Moriality said, adding that he has been 
extraordinarily responsive to the carefully selected treatment that he has been able to access since he has been incarcerated. Uh, she said the focus needs to be on rehabilitation, not punishment. Okay. Mm. My job as county attorney is to look at where Braveheart is right now. No, it's and not. he is in a very, very different place than he was when he committed the violence against their loved one. Okay. Yeah. It really? Is that the way it works? It does with Mary Moore Reality, whose ideology is corrupted uh, for a variety of reasons, I would imagine. But she's living up to her campaign promises. That's true. <laughs> None of this is a surprise. Yeah. I'm letting everybody go. The uh, plea was on short notice. Not everybody from the family, Marky's family, could attend. So uh, this was District Judge Michael Brown. Uh, I, do you want me to keep reading? I mean, what's the point? Uh, she's full of ass and always has been and always will be, but this is who Minneapolis wanted. Marky was uh, uh, 39 years old. He was starting a business with his mother, who was a paralegal. Uh, the Minnesota Supreme Court said, and the district court uh, said the district court incorrectly ruled Braveheart's trauma from lifelong instability in child protection services made him less culpable. Both teens, both both then teens drew a sem drew semi-automatic pistols at Markey around 4.50 p.m. on June 11, 2019, near the intersection of 14th Avenue and Tyler Street Northeast. Oshman told police he ordered Markey out of the vehicle and shot him after seeing him reach for something. <clears throat> Braveheart fired at the vehicle as a bleeding Markey drove off. They fled and were arrested after crashing. A stolen SUV in St. Louis Park. Ah, so they'd already stolen one. Then they were going to hijack this one, and then they end up shooting him and killing him. Executing him. Yeah, that's more like it. Jerry Markey, uh, that would be the dad, lives in Minneapolis. He maintained that he and others are at risk if Braveheart is allowed out anytime soon. Well, we've learned how people are at risk with law enforcement not being responsible. Uh, you let... Uh, uh, Cal out, C. Cal, mm -hmm. or whatever his name yeah. was. He killed a woman and injured another one. He was uh, had two arm carjackings. What is reasonable? Marky's dad said. What makes sense? I'm not coming from hate. I don't hate anyone. I hope that Braveheart can sometime be a real productive citizen and spread peace and love in the world. But so far, his entire life has given no indication of that. Yeah. Yep. Well, what are you going to do? A hell into a handbasket. Is that where we're putting the world? <laughs> how, did, how does it go? What? It's a, it's a, a real the... disservice to the public that the Star Tribune off... Oh, by the way, I was thinking of Dave Nimmer. Nimmer, okay. Not Zimmer, I apologize. But you're right on the grizzled part. I don't know that I am. Oh, I don't. I don't know Dave Zimmer. No, Dave Nimmer. Nimmer is grizzled. Yes, yes, but he wasn't involved. It was Dave Zimmer who placed this 
correct data together, assembled it, and has made it available to the likes of the Star Tribune. Uh, an interview with him has been made available to the Star Tribune, and to this moment, they have not accepted that. They're doing a disservice to their readers. Uh, they do in many areas. Uh, they eschew facts for agenda, and it's uh, not helping the city. And the city of Minneapolis, you've elected, for example, you've elected Mary Moriality, and you've placed your own lives in danger. Mm-hmm. Just you you've suppose- placed your own lives randomly in danger. What are the chances of the governor and uh, Keith Ellison stepping in? Zero. Absolutely zero. And you say that because, as, as they did with the other case, this doesn't fit a certain agenda, right? No, it's the, uh, the perpetrators are favored over the victims. But the irony is the victims are overwhelmingly black. Yep. So all all the Mysterians are doing is hurting people day after day after day, hurting the very people they claim to be championing. They're liars. They're frauds. They're angry people. They're very angry, angry people. And Mysterians, on top of everything else, they don't even like people. To hell with them. But there's got to be a grander game being played otherwise this none of this makes any sense none why i mean and kenny nailed it i mean she ran on this as a campaign promise and you voted for minneapolis you this is what you wanted and now your lives are in danger i don't think that's hyperbole it's not no the goal is we've discussed it before the complete destruction of life in this country as we know it Because the Mysterians don't like this country. They have found it to be not to their liking, not to their taste. They find it to be unfair, too competitive, too demanding, too difficult. And they're out to undo it. And Mary Moriality is just merely among those leading the charge. And you can get elected in Minneapolis with this attitude. You can get elected in Minneapolis if this is your ideology and your mindset. Well, for Christ's sake, you can get elected in any city in the country close to the tallest buildings if this is your mindset. Mm -hmm. And you can stay in office for a long, long time with that kind of mindset. You got a worthless attorney general. You got a worthless Hennepin County prosecutor. Worthless in the sense that They are not dedicated to the lives of the citizenry. They're dedicated to their own agenda, which has nothing to do with protecting the lives of the citizenry, whether the citizenry be black, white, brown, blue, yellow, male, female, tall, short. They're not dedicated to us. We become smaller and smaller citizens when we are merely subjected to their agenda. You think this is a global socialist agenda? Yes. This is happening all over the world right now? Yes. <clears throat> well, it's happening all over the the Western world. Do we call this the New World Order, or is that going too far? Uh, it's too premature for it to be the new world order, but we're sure heading that way. And all you're doing is hurting the people you claim to care about. 
what were his statistics? Let me repeat Zimmer's statistics. A veteran of 33 years in the Hennepin County Sheriff's Office from which he retired as a captain. He's now at the American Experiment as a policy fellow in law enforcement and criminal justice. Zimmer went through the painstaking work of analyzing the BCA's offender data and comparing it with arrest, prosecution, conviction, sentencing, and incarceration data, which comes from various sources. What he found should put to rest forever the theory that law enforcement in states like Minnesota is biased against blacks. First paragraph in today's story about the fellow shot on the freeway. A Minnesota state trooper shot and killed a black motorist Monday morning. As though, oh, here we go, and they shot another black motorist. Back to Zimmer. The BCA offender data shows that blacks commit serious crimes at a per capita rate 10 times that of whites. That proportion is followed from arrest through incarceration, except that Zimmer's analysis find that Minnesota's criminal justice system discriminates in a statistical sense against whites as compared with blacks. Uh, where is the uh, where is the statistic I wanted? Uh, the fact that blacks are overrepresented in the system is indisputably true because there is irrefutable evidence that the criminal justice uh, system finds more blacks committing serious crimes. Blacks are overrepresented as criminal defendants precisely because they are overrepresented as perpetrators of serious crimes. Uh, And the victims, where where was the... uh, there was a great statistic in this brief story about the victims themselves are disproportionately black. Uh, take a break, and I'll find that, and we'll come back with Johnny Height. Well, but first, Joe, I'd like to remind you that our friends at North American Banking Company are proudly supporting Garage Logic's 30th anniversary with clips that you're hearing throughout the show, and I hope you are enjoying them. North American Banking Company has also been at it since 1998, and back then they made a commitment And that commitment was simple. They wanted to deliver a better banking experience for their customers where you know your banker and they know you. Well, a lot has changed since 1998. This commitment to being a true community bank in the Twin Cities, that has not. North American Banking Company invests in the people, businesses, and organizations that make the Twin Cities a great place to live. They have six locations to serve you. My location's in Roseville, but you can also see them excuse me, at 50th and France, Hastings, Woodbury, Shoreview, and their new location in Maple Grove. They offer the same online and mobile banking options as the other banks, but with the unparalleled service of a community bank. And they are also locally owned and operated, which means that loan decisions are made right here in the Twin Cities. They're not sent out of state. This helps business owners solve problems and expand their business with confidence. When you're looking to capitalize on an opportunity or to solve a problem, turn to the experts at North American Banking Company. Look them up online right now. NABankco.com. That's NABankco.com. North American Banking Company member FDIC is an equal housing lender, Joe. Before we go, I found it. It's very important. Zimmer's report concludes with the fact that the victims of serious crime 
line up the same as the perpetrators on a per capita basis. Wait, say that again? David's report concludes with the fact that the victims of serious crime line up the same as the perpetrators on a per capita basis. Victims are 10 times as likely to be black, so the liberals are hurting those they pretend to care about. And Star Tribune should be ashamed of itself, the editor and the publisher. You're, you're, you're not terribly full of wisdom. Uh, this should be published in your newspaper. And it so far, it has not been. One thing about oh, yes, never John. Mind. I'm sorry. I, well, I was just I just read the whole thing, uh, the Zimmer's whole thing. It's all based on one year of figures. What uh, year? What 20, year? Twenty twenty one. I don't have a problem with that. What what, what 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 would you look for? What did you want, John? A hundred well, years? Well, well, I would. Well. 15, 20. I'm, I'm not, I'm just saying it's based on one year. I have no. What I would love to see it going back. I would like to see it year by year for, and this is a hell of a lot of work for Zimmer year, year by year for the last 10 years, just to see it on a graph to see if these numbers have gone up or down or if they've steadily or gone they, up or yeah, steadily gone down. I think yeah. it's a fascinating aspect, but I don't think it takes away from what Zimmer found, but boy, you're right. There is room for digging there. John, do you think 2019 was different statistically from 2021? I think crime in general, probably after the George Floyd thing, yes, would be uh, significantly Wait. different. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so the numbers would probably increase. But it's not. It's not crime. It's 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 the perpetrators and the victims. Do you think that's different right. in 2019 than 2021? I, well, be. I think it could be. I don't know. I have no idea. It would be fascinating to find out. You know, we're just spitballing now, It would be a lot of work, obviously. Yeah, yeah. He he obviously put a lot of work into this. Obviously, yes. Yes. And I wonder if the numbers are even available. Well, they've got to be, don't they, for 20 and 21? Oh, I'm sure they're Where where are you finding this was a one-year-only study? I I just read his entire thing, Zimmer's. The report is here, and here is highlighted. Yeah, it's yeah you halfway can click th- on yeah. that and go to the report. Yeah. Right, and if you read the report, it's all based on 2021 figures. Offender data and other traditional data sets from 2021 were used in this limited analysis, which compared white and black adult offenders as they traveled through Minnesota's criminal justice system. That's his writing. That's Zimmer writing that. It's a 24-page report. Yeah. A lot of it, though, is graphs and pictures and... <laughs> I like pictures. And the graphs and charts don't go beyond 2021. That's correct. They're they're all the charts are for 2021. All the charts. Every everything in the thing is for 2021. Oh, I thought you said 19. 2021. Oh, okay. Oh yeah, you're right. 2021. Yeah. Well, I accept that. It would have been helpful to know that before I had a tirade. Well, I, I didn't know it until about three minutes ago when I read the entire thing. It had been helpful to know that you were going here. Okay, uh, Me? But don't you think, do you think 2021 is distinct from other years? No, I personally don't. I don't either. I mean, I know very, we have to have stats well, and facts, yeah. but. Yeah, very, very well could not be. You're right. 
And, and I didn't we bring think it up to sit and argue yeah. about it, to be truthful, but uh, <laughs> just thought it should be part of the story. I think you guys are racist. Well, it... Uh... I don't think it changes your opinion. It, I don't think it should change your opinion, Such, if, that, if that's what you're worried yeah, about. I don't either, actually. No, but I think euphorians right now are saying, well, listen to that dumb shit. No. It's only no. from 2021. What, what they're hearing is us being honest and not what? trying to hide anything. Not pussyfooting around it, right. Well, it, yeah, it's terribly crucial that that was one year only. I happen to think that that one year is representative of other years. There that's fine. Yeah. Nothing yeah. wrong with and that. That's, yeah, that's... What we're doing here is what they don't do. We're looking at all the facts. Uh, 1957 might be a different story. Okay. Well, how <laughs> far back you? I mean, that's 1947. Just... <laughs> Emma Till whistled at a white woman and got a death sentence. Well, and from her uh, two years ago, he may not have even whistled at her, <laughs> according to what she said later in her life. Nah, I made it all up. Plus, she wasn't worth whistling at. Yeah, she was. Uh... <laughs> well, I'm glad Heather McDonald was mentioning this because Heather McDonald examines more than 2021. She is actually quoted in the report from right. her congressional uh, testimony in 2015. I, I think that the elephant in the room that never gets talked about, but Zimmer talked about it, is the perpetrators are overwhelmingly black. Yes. And the victims are overwhelmingly black. But the agenda that's been created in Minneapolis, let's just stay home, is that white police are discriminatory to black people. There's one other element I would like to get rid of in the study, and that would be the the minor crime. It says serious crimes, but there's, uh, on the all the charts, there's drugs. Uh, let's see, drugs, there's a couple others. If they throw them out, I think it'd be a better statistical thing. Because... Uh, if you go back to all the, let's say, black people getting stopped in their car, those stats irrefutable the other way. Obviously, more black people get stopped for no reason, for bad taillights, for whatever. Well, so then you could just you could say just as well, irrefutably, more blacks get stopped for bad equipment because they don't take care of the goddamn car. Well, that's hmm. not a crime. I mean, no, I agree. It's okay, not okay. a crime. So, but here they but, stopped the guy on ninety four. He's got warrants out, and I got no same problem with Dante for that. Wright. He had warrants out. That's why no, they're held there. I got no problem for that. But if I'm driving down the highway without a tail light, the cops probably you know, eh, see ya. Uh, He's not going to stop. Uh, I don't know. Well, that's not bull. It's bull not in Kenny's case. Kenny got pulled over three times one night. On the way from uh, South Minneapolis to Winter, Wisconsin, a three-hour drive. Three times I got pulled over. Twice. What? Well, you, so what? You don't believe me now? I believe you. Why would twice? What, they, what the fuck? Twice they checked my license plate. Uh, the last guy was a local in Winter who just said, "Just go, just go." If You're Ricky almost Cobb was stopped for no taillights, and he said to the officer, "Oh man, I'm sorry, I didn't know that." He would have gotten a ticket. 
Yep. Nobody would have gotten shot. Well, no, he would have exactly. been arrested, Joe, because not, he... Not for taillights, he wouldn't have. Well, he had the warrant, though. But yeah. he had a warrant. I'm saying, if all it was was taillights... Oh, right, correct. You're yeah. correct. If he didn't have, happened. If he didn't have a warrant, right. But yeah. what are they supposed to do? They're compelled by law to hold you when they discover a warrant. Right. Yeah, what they, do, what they do is, and I've heard it happen many times, uh, does Ramsey County want him? Uh, they'll ask the dispatcher that dispatcher calls Ramsey County. Ramsey County either says yes or no, and that's what um, that's. Then if the Ramsey doesn't want them, troopers let them go. And as for taillights, troopers probably just give them a warning. It's like fix, what they'll do is what they told me: turn your flashers on, get off the freeway, yeah. get those things fixed. They don't even give you a warning, that's but a, you do get pulled over for no taillights. Absolutely, you do. Right, and you get released just as quickly if the stop is limited to taillights, and you're not s faced. Well, you know, it, it's right, a great right, yeah. it's right, a great right. way to pick up drunk drivers. Then the assumption I, we have to go back to Joe. It's because black drivers don't take care of their cars. <laughs> right, well, I mean, that's, very comfortable making that assessment. There you very go. comfortable. There you go. Because I see it all the time. You see it. it. I seen it. Right? I seen, seen it. it. I seen that happen. Dante Wright had two warrants. Oh, he, he ruined Caleb Livingston's life, mm -hmm. and he had another gun warrant out. But we're going to put up a memorial to him. Well, that's it's that's not. I don't see that as being analogous to any of this conversation. It, I didn't <laughs> intend it to be. Oh, okay, I'm just uh, the only thing that's analogous is that when you're stopped for a taillight or a, a swinging air freshener, uh, and you and you discover warrants. Then you then should be the shit can hit the fan. I agree. Completely. Well, and the other issue too Thanks is for just my the the initial instinct to run, <laughs> right? That plays a role in this. Yeah, but I would oh, hope certainly. this yeah. Ricky Cobb was not shot because he fled. We need to know what happened. We well, don't know what happened. According to the report in the Star Tribune, the trooper said shots fired, uh, and then a few minutes later, well, instead of me guessing. Shots fired by the patrol or by Ricky Cobb? Well, they're not clear. Just hold on. Let me find it. Hopefully, they'll release everything soon. Hopefully. At one point, the stopped motorist drove away from the scene, and at least two troopers are seen running back to their squads. According to emergency dispatch audio, a trooper is heard saying, vehicle took off and shots fired over dispatch audio. The trooper is given permission to pursue, according to the recording. Two minutes later, troopers called for medics reporting three gunshot wounds to the abdomen. Cobb died at the scene. Now, where he died, where they first pulled him over and where he died, isn't even a mile apart. So they got him rammed up against the median wall almost instantly. What I, do we, what do you we know, determine from that? If you want, I can look it up. It's going to take me a while to get the audio. They haven't said anything about a weapon that he had in his possession. No, we don't know if Ricky Cobb had a weapon. And shot in the abdomen means he was facing, not running away. I would like to think the cops are not going to shoot a guy for, for taking off. And he was on the passenger side. He was the passenger door was open. He was laying on the passenger side. That's what I saw. 
Oh, when he expired? When he right? They had a sheet over him, and he was laying on the passenger side of uh, his car. Hmm. Three shots to the abdomen. That's I guess you could bleed out right away, huh? I don't know. Oh yeah. You could. Well, I mean, I, I, don't know how, I don't know how fast. I know you could, but I don't know how fast. That seems like a pretty quick Well, you don't want to try it. You should have a new corner, speculation corner. Yeah. Speculation corner. You just, speculation. Yeah, I bring this shit up, and you can't even you can't even win on our own show. I, I mean, it's well, just, I'll just shut up for a It's not a case of No, it's not a case of winning or losing here. It's a case of us being honest. John. Well, we were on. John Height is keeping us honest. Damn right, John. All yes. are welcome here. <laughs> I'm going to get a sign for the studio. <laughs> All our I, you know, and I was so happy because when we first talked today, I agreed with everything know. Joe and Kenny were saying. And now look. <laughs> How fast it can derail. And Chris, too. You still want to golf today? <laughs> we got to take it out on something. <laughs> well, it's 12.35. Oh, oh, you got to right. hurry. I think but Chris, you still are struggling with this. You think I'm playing at 1 o'clock. <laughs> are you? I'm trying to keep the show on. No, Chris Chris keeps thinking <laughs> you'll never make it. Look at the time. Yeah, it's well, 1235. I'm playing at 10 minutes to 2. You only right. got 24 minutes. And if we were operating there, at the normal time, the news would be currently starting at 1256. Let's go. <laughs> See? You only got 24 minutes to get to the Jesus course. Christ, Almost we're right. starting the news early. <laughs> It's the end of the world as we know it, and he feels fine. Joe Sucherek. Kenny got something? Boy, are you crusty today. Holy crap. <laughs> We're going to start calling you Jeez. David Zimmer, Nimmer, whatever his name was. So you're walking through the big uh, Save Big Money box store the other day. Let's see, what was on your list? A wax ring, a, a window insulating kit? Maybe a bag of Cheetos. And there it was. Oh, you saw a really good-looking safe with a really neat paint job, and you had a big notion. Please, 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 please stop. Don't do that. Don't buy some steel box with a fancy paint job from a glorified lumber yard. Do yourself a favor. Click over to maplegrovelockandsafe.com. Take a look at the Liberty brand of safes. They provide the best protection from calamity you can get. Then stop into Maple Grove Lock and Safe. They're at 6901 East Fish Lake Road. Meet the owner, Rich. Easygoing stand-up guy. He's going to make sure you go happy, uh, home happy. And by happy, I mean not feeling like you just got, what the hell did I just buy? No, Rich is going to make sure you get the best deal for your money um, with the best safe ever made. Don't buy a generic steel box from a lumber yard. Stop into Maple Grove Lock and Safe. They're in Maple Grove and on the website, maplegrovelockandsafe.com. I don't know what time period I thought Zimmer examined. I assumed, which is always a, a risk, mm -hmm. I assumed it was longer than one year. But the more I think about it, 2021 was an interesting year to examine. Post-defund the police movement, post-cities burning, post-this and that, 2021 was a great year to look at. Here's John Hyde okay. in the newsroom. 
Okay. You know, I and I'm finding another thing now from the Center for the American Experiment uh, that the uh, stats were very similar for 2020, for what it's worth. And I haven't been able to go back past 2020 yet. But so 2020 and 2021, uh, all the stats that uh, you were talking that, about. That corroborates my belief that those stats would have been similar for many years. Correct. Uh, I don't know what year would be the cutoff. <laughs> it's a story by Bill Glahn, who uh, was on the show. So, what was his name again? Bill Glahn? No, uh, Zimmer? David Zimmer. Zimmer. <laughs> Anthony is my guy, number one. We are unequivocally not trying to trade Anthony. <laughs> That's Mike Zimmer. Oh, that was an old bit we used to do. Also playing a very popular Miles Davis song, Chris. <clears throat> That's In the news... Bit. Was it's that exactly green is blue? What was the name of that My, song? Miles Davis. Was, green is blue or blue is blue. Is, well, it says jazz, but thanks for pointing that out, John. You're, you're, you're trying to throw all of us under the bus today. Well, I am, I guess. Huh? I guess I'm next, huh? Yeah, you're next. No, work. you don't do enough for say enough to get in trouble. <laughs> you're fine. I'm vanilla. You're above the See? yeah, right. You're above the fray. Got it. In the news, warrants issued in the disappearance and suspected murder of Winona mother Madeline Kingsbury have been made public. A Winona County judge granted dozens of warrants after Kingsbury went missing in late March, several of those unsealed yesterday. Many documents named the father of Kingsbury's children, Adam Fravel, and accounts associated with him in Kingsbury as subjects of the investigation. Some documents also outline concerns that the woman had before she disappeared. One said Kingsbury's family reported a conversation the young mom had with a friend before she disappeared. She said that if something ever happened to her, quote, it was Adam. After several large searches involving the public, Kingsbury's body was discovered in early June. Favell was arrested, now is charged with second-degree murder. Officials say more charges are possible. Yes, sir. What would be interesting to know is how, how soon in this disappearance were cops aware of her saying, if anything ever happens to me, check out Adam? Yeah, they knew right away or... If they knew right away, why was this woman gone for months? Why didn't they just sweat this guy? Never mind. Nobody has the answer. No. We're too afraid to talk. Right. Don't for <laughs> don't forget, kids. Uh, as of today, as uh, the Rook likes to say, the dope is legal to use, possess, and grow in Minnesota. You're going to smell weed. Everywhere. Everywhere. But, but since no one has been licensed to sell recreational marijuana in the state, it's still illegal to sell. Until dispensaries open their doors, likely in early 2025, Minnesotans will have to get their marijuana the old-fashioned way or grow it themselves. Wait, Wait a, a minute. minute. Uh, <laughs> you have the same question I do. Wait a minute. The old-fashioned way is illegal. Well, it's it's. I don't think it is now, right? You can. Well, you can't sell large amounts still. You can use, possess, and grow. So well, how so much you, can I buy from my dealer? I, that I don't have. How much are you looking for? I think you can have, can't you have <laughs> I don't want two any. pounds? You can have two pounds at home. Speculation Where are you supposed to get it? Because <laughs> growing it only becomes legal today, correct? Yeah, growing, owning, and using. Perish the thought that somebody was growing this two weeks ago. Well, my question was going to be, we've known about this for months, and not one person stepped forward to... Sell this legally in the state? Is that what you just said, Johnny? No, well, the red light. There's a dispense. 
Yeah, I have that also. Uh, okay. The Red Lake oh. Nation. Uh, reservations can sell it. They can craft their own cannabis policies. But here, uh, when they passed the law, it was rather quick, and we didn't make any policies, remember? So so uh, apparently they're still working on the details. So Did you see the Red Lake? They were on the news last night, the Red Lake people, uh, saying how they want to make this a great experience. They were selling it and this and that. Their building is shaped like a big eagle. It looks like an eagle. Hmm. What is it made out of? Wood and Wood? stuff, yeah. Okay. I think they should be able to do whatever the hell they want. This is their country. <laughs> it's an odd show today. It really is. Uh, <laughs> I'm glad because I, I, I was thought the maybe one. the eagle would get a response that oh. isn't that neat. That's cool. That's cool. I saw a video of I a guy seen the eagle on the news. doing an eagle parody video at a, I think it was a gift shop, um, was uh, Eagle's Wings. I don't know if I've told you this, but I really, really like the song Hotel California. <laughs> there, Kenny chimed in with an eagle's comment. There you go. Oh boy. That was at the National uh, Eagles yeah. Center, by the way. Gotcha. I hate the eagles. Get out of my cab. Get out of my cab. <laughs> An invasive species has been confirmed in Janassen Lake. The Minnesota Department well, of I Natural... I ain't going down there then. Minnesota Department of Natural Resources says it recently confirmed zebra mussels presence in Lake bad fish. Riley... We were just there two weekends ago. We Lake got the Ann? zebra mussels What there? lake? Lake Ann. Lake Ann. Is that a big lake? No, it's, it's big enough. i never seen it. <laughs> Riley, your six block radius. Riley Purgatory Bluff Creek Watershed District. That's a long uh, title. Staff members found four adult zebra mussels on a tree in shallow water in the lake back on July 12th, according to the DNR. And a follow up search revealed five more zebra mussels. However, because they were all found in one specific part of the lake and none were found when the rest of the lake was searched, the DNR says it is still considering potential treatment options. The state fair is drawing ever so closer now that it's August 1st, and 65 beverages that's been announced are debuting at the fair, ranging from sweet and fruity to sour and slushy. They join the 39 returning beverages found only at the fair, bringing the total to more than 300 beers and beverages at the great Minnesota get-together. Uh, one uh, you may care about, Joe, as do I, the Na Blonde, the N.A. Blonde Ale, featuring the perfect blend of smooth, bready, malt body, with just enough hop character to brighten things up, and you can get that at Lulu's. Who brews that, Johnny? Uh, Lulu's. Ba oh, no, Bauhaus. Brew Bauhaus Brewery. Yep. Okay. Uh, but it'll be available at Lulu's. So uh, I was day. told that it will have a significant presence this year because both Surly Summit and I'm missing another one. Uh, oh, who's the place over by the by Target Target Field? Um, Fulton. They're Fulton. all they're all debuting, I believe, NA beer at the fair oh, this really? year. Oh, really? Yep. Oh, fun. But That's what I heard. I don't know if... Uh, I saw the list, though, of the new drinks, and yeah. there looks there's some really good-sounding stuff. Are there any weed-infused drinks? Yes. In fact... At, um, at the fair? We know a guy... Um, at the fair? At the fair. We know oh. a guy that wow. uh, might be debuting one at the fair this year. Is he a spokesman for that company? No, yes. no, yes. Uh, he yes. used to okay. make a regular yep. appearance on sure. the beer show. I know who you, you guys mean. know exactly who I'm talking about. Um, what about smoking at the fair? Can you smoke weed where you 
in their little smoking sections no, where you can smoke tobacco? No, because cigarettes are banned at the fair. No, they're not. There are smoking areas. Oh, there's their areas, but I don't think you can walk down the midway smoking weed. No, they hide you away uh, at yeah. the end of the grandstand. You got to be there. in a corral or something, don't you? Well, it's almost. <laughs> well, but the great, the great thing about it's at the western end of the grandstand. It's in the shade, and there's plenty of places to sit down. It's actually quite lovely. Uh, don't they call it reefer corral? <laughs> That's a great. Come on down to that, the reef. That is a. Oh, you should patent. Oh my God, you got to copyright well. that. Copyright <laughs> that, Matthew. To get there, you walk down Reefer Road. See, right. yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and you could do Reefer Road to the sound of Tobacco Road, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, and you can't to... smoke a cigarette standing in front of our stage, for example. Well, I smoked them behind I was our just stage. Just gonna say, Kenny would go in the back at least. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right between the big stage and us. Yeah, right? yeah. all the all dirty the smokers gathered in back. Yeah, and who was the TV engineer that would always cup one back there too? I don't know. Okay, an estimated one point zero five billion dollar Mega Millions jackpot up for grabs tonight, giving lottery players a chance to snap an unlucky streak on that one that stretched for months. Nobody has won it since April eighteenth. So this becomes tied for the seventh largest jackpot in the history of oh, we the just United did this. States. This was, uh, the, that was other, the other one. This was Powerball. This is Mega Millions. I will oh. not listen every single day. You ch- I got no shot at listening. Sorry. The chance <laughs> of winning the Mega Millions. I'm probably going to use my winnings to somehow sue the, the four of you. I, I don't know what yet, but I'm going to get right. a good lawyer in. Fair. I'm going to take the Fair. four of you to court. All right. Fair enough. Uh, the main is, it's not enough. Don't... It's not enough that I'll be uh, rich. I need you guys to be super poor. <laughs> so I want to take everything you want. I'm going to laugh at him. I'm just not laughing at him. I'm just going to say, Kenny, <laughs> too late. Already right. poor. Beat you to it. <laughs> The chance of winning the Mega Millions, if you plan on it, is one in 302.6 million. Uh, the uh, jackpot, by the way, if you uh, do the annuity annual payments over 30 years, you can do that. Or a sole winner who opts for a lump sum payment would get about $527.9 million, but still have to pay taxes and all that fun stuff wherever you live. So there is that. Matthew, you're the professional when it comes to this. If I opt for the um, annuity and then I die next year, what happens? Still goes to your estate. Okay. Really? But, okay. but you'd be a fool because that interest only grows at 4%. You get a, hire a guy and he'll get you 7 to 10%. <laughs> wow. You're living off a... Financial corner. <laughs> $275 million is your check. Yeah. Times 7%. You know, we, we, we've done this before. $19 million, and then you're going to be make about $10 million a year after tax. He's done. That's huh. all right. <laughs> I can live on that. Yeah, I can live on that, too. I think at this point, we better do some more figuring, take a little break, and come back with some news. Is that correct? Yes, sir. I think we should do that. And I think that I want to tell you about a wonderful, wonderful outfit that would always take your money. If you do win the lottery, you want to donate something to that, you can do that. Minnesota Masonic Charities. They are online at mnmasoniccharities.org. And as you know, Minnesota Masonic Charity is one of the Minnesota's leading service organizations. Why do you know this? Because I've been telling you about it. Just another great example of what great service they do is the Masonic Children's Clinic for Communication Disorders. It's located in Duluth, and what they do is they provide 
early identification treatment and support for childhood communication disorders that have helped thousands of families unlock the world of communication for their kids since 1900. Amazing work done by amazing people. If you want to learn more, go to MasonicChildrensClinic.org. MasonicChildrensClinic.org. If you want to get involved, they're holding a golf tournament on August 14th, and it's in Duluth. You can call this number. 218-390-0864, 218-390-0864. 218-390-0864, 218-390-0864, Minnesota Masonic Charities. I'm very proud of them, and I bet you are as well. Compassionate, committed, and very capable. Don't worry about the noise in the room. We're just having a paper airplane all right. contest. Well, it's a Scottish scramble. They were going to go stay at the farm with Grandma, but we had uh, we had something come up this morning, so we're going to go down there later. Today. The farm burned down, or what happened? No, Mom had to make a quick trip to the dock to see if everything's okay. Mom, you being my, your mom? My, my mother, yes. Oh, I hope everything's okay. Ah, she's all right. She'll be all right. She's all right. That farm's becoming a giant pain in my ass. How many acres? 200 and... 46. It's a lot of work. I got a couple of acres. <laughs> <laughs> you got a couple of acres? I haven't heard of that joke in a long time, Rook. Yeah. I don't know. I, that. I was sitting in a chair Sunday night. Yep. I got out of the chair, and I've never experienced such pain in my life in my right leg, which would not work. Ooh. I couldn't walk. What? Where's the party? I couldn't do anything. What the hell? Well, you're lucky that you just got checked out thoroughly. Well, no. I'm Obviously, it was a muscle or nerve or something. You know what it but, was? But In it, all seriousness, you're dehydrated. Yeah, Guaran- I, you got a drink. You're, it, was it crampy? Cramps? Guar- guaranteed you were dehydrated. Uh, well, With I, all this past weather, you probably were. What do you drink? How much do you drink a day? I, I A lot. No. No. Way. No. How much water do you drink a day? Probably not enough water. Well, it went from a lot to yeah. not enough. <laughs> no, my point being, it was it was unbelievable pain. Yes, and then in in a one minute, it was completely gone. Okay, how much water do you drink a day? Oh, well, this was Sunday. You had two cups of coffee before ten. You count the holy water or no? I had a couple of NAs. Well, that's no, that doesn't help. I had some that's, iced that's tea. Water. <laughs> no. Well, I guess I didn't have enough water. water. Maybe I'll I, buy that theory. I probably didn't have enough water. Caffeine that can dehydrate you. Right. Yeah, most, whatever. Most NAs though, I don't water. care. Never mind. John, did you ever read that book, um, Confederates in the Attic? No, I still have it, and I have never read it. All right. Oh. It, should I get to it soon? I mean, we still have. No, it's not going anywhere. Grund. I got uh, a stack, you know. Oh, that's all we have. Books I want to read, and that's one of them. So let's go. All right. Uh, yeah, the only thing we got left is Grunjo. And by the, I, I did that policy thing before the show. I forgot to mention it took me about five seconds. Yeah, but I don't know how to do it. I know. I'm just saying it doesn't take that <laughs> you can long. Show me tomorrow. <laughs> <sighs> only if you drink some water first. Yes. How much water are you drinking? <laughs> Just keep it up, he says. 
keep it up. I thought it was like razor blades. You know, I mean, it was weird. What the I'm hell? Good, guaranteed. Guaranteed. All right, ready? Okay. You cannot stop him. He'll just make a move. Joe Suchere. Here's Johnny Hyde. Well, hi. My back. I'm sorry. I was waiting for an ad that's not, I wasn't listening apparently. In other news, yesterday we heard about the latest New York Times Siena poll that gave former President Donald Trump a huge lead in the race for the Republican presidential spot. That same poll, uh, more news from that poll today, it shows Trump and President Joe Biden in a close race if they would face each other oh, in November God. 2024. They are tied at 43% in a hypothetical rematch of 2024. Uh, Biden's numbers appear to be on the upswing because of voters' feelings of fear toward Trump. Uh, some numbers have gone up for Biden. His new approval rating of 39% is still really bad historically, but it's risen 6% in the last year. The latest poll found that 23% of registered voters thought the country was on the right track. That also a low number, but 10% better than the same question last year. Uh, well over a year before the election, 16% of those polled, it's hard to believe this is numbers this low, 16% of those polled had unfavorable views of both Biden and Trump. 16, one six. Can't we just find some two gentlemen that can better run this country than it's those just, two guys? Uh, it's very depressing. It is. We need some change, some turnover. You want somebody younger than 77? Is that what you're saying? Yes. Here, I do. I saw this um, asked aloud on my favorite news site, Twitter. Sorry, X. What happens if we go through the same thing again, right? Come November, yeah. which lo looks like it's going to happen. He doesn't win, and we go through this all over again. That cycle could lose by 25 million votes and tell you he won. My point is, and then we go through this all over again in 2028. Yeah, it used to be a hell of a country. There's Meanwhile, not many ways to look at it anymore. What do you mean, Joe? I don't know. I think we're in. Does anybody know what time it is? Does anybody really care? There are reports to say that you have the lowest approval rating of any vice president. I'm curious how much of a role, if any, that you feel race and gender play in that. Well, there are polls that also say I have great approval ratings. I think the point mm. that has to be made is that there are attempts to create distractions away from the accomplishments of our administration. Oh. Meanwhile, four more years. Four more years. Who's, whose fault is it that these are these are our only options? Our fault. Is it us, the electorate, or is it the party leaders? Party leaders. Both. Ruin it. They ruined it. Where's the party? <laughs> Meanwhile, Donald Trump's campaign coffers... Uh, <laughs> I knew I'd get him. I knew I'd get him. <laughs> ...bringing in a lot of money, but they're being drained by his continuing legal troubles. He took in 53 million. You know what million. I'm going to do? What's that? I don't care what you're talking about. <laughs> okay. I, I, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to get a demo car. I'm going to join there Matt. There we go. I'm going to go. go on the county fair. America. Coming from a guy who can't get out of his easy chair at night. <laughs> Make well, sure you're hydrated. Because your leg, you have an owie on your leg. It wasn't an owie, no wow. visible wound. I'm going to get me a demo car, uh -huh. and I'm just going to 
You would break travel the countryside. You would break your back trying to get into the car. Yeah. You ever climb through a window into a into a car? Dukes of Hazard style. Come on, Bo. Probably back in the day. Why don't you just go fishing? I think a good place for you is just sitting on the dock watching a bobber. Just sit on the dock, watch the bobber. Somebody have to throw it out there for me. Throw it. Or to do drop pond and try to get some no. bullheads. Are there bullheads in there, do you think? Yeah, there were when I was a kid. Uh, bullheads, wow. Bullheads are good eating if you do them right. Yeah. I used to be the big draw when I was a kid. We'd go to the lake. My dad would catch a bunch of them. My mom would cook them. And maybe that's why I don't like fish anymore. Huh? Oh my God, yeah. <laughs> did they there. taste fishy? I, I bet they did. I didn't eat them. I said I they're do good if you're it. done right. I've never eaten a bullhead in my life. Yeah, and I won't. Stop. We were going to stop and get some sandwiches, remember? Some <laughs> yeah, bullhead sandwich, right. fish sandwiches. Not eating that crap. Fast food. I would need a bullhead sandwich if you gave it to me. Hunter Biden's former business partner insisted in testimony to Congress yesterday that President Joe Biden was never directly involved in their financial dealings, but he said Hunter would often put his famous dad on speakerphone to impress clients and business associates. The Republican-led House Oversight Committee conducted a more than five-hour interview with Devin Archer as part of its expanding inquiry into the Biden family businesses as the GOP explores a potential impeachment inquiry into the president. Both Republican and Democratic lawmakers inside the closed-door interview said Archer testified that over the span of 10 years, Hunter Biden put his father on the phone probably around 20 times while in the company of associates but never once spoke about any business dealings. New York Rep Dan Goldman, who was representing Democrats inside the room, told reporters after the interview that Archer testified that Hunter sold the illusion of access to his father by taking credit for the things his father did as vice president that he had no part in. See, but what they didn't tell you is they didn't put him on there to impress his business associates. Hunter put him on to say, listen how dumb my dad is. Watch what he says here. (laughs) If you were... Biden, wouldn't you tell that kid to get lost? They all use each other. I mean, Trump's got a lot of kids, too, that are freeloaders. I don't think he's a good dad. Both of them are not good. How old is Barron now? Barron's off the scene. So is Melania. About 50. Barron is, he's like six-like. He's Robert Wadlow-esque. He's tall, yeah. I saw it. Picture of not too long ago, and he would check. He's 17. What kind of life does that poor kid have? Six, seven. Johnny, he's six, seven. Six, seven. Okay. What's he do all day? Play video games? I bet he stays away from his dad. He's a teenager. Figure it out. (laughs) (laughs) A lot to digest in this story. From I'm going to go right to the kickers because the serious story at this point, you know. The door is locked, Joe, if you know what I'm saying. It's a big house. A lot to digest in this story from North Carolina. Deputies say a naked man was shot twice after he crashed his pickup truck into a mobile home in Granite Quarry, North Carolina, on Sunday. <laughs> that says it all, doesn't it? Yeah. We got more. According to the report, William Wells Jr. was shot twice in the incident that happened in the 1600 block of Rainy Road at the trailer park. When deputies arrived at that location, they say they found Wells naked, covered in blood, and they also say a woman with a machete was there. <laughs> was she clothed? She was clothed, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, deputies say it all started when Wells drove his Ford F-250 into the side of a mobile home. Wells left the scene after deputies said he tried to assault the woman living in the home. Was not successful in doing that. 
Wells also threatened neighbors in other homes, according to the report. One neighbor warned Wells to stay away from him, and when Wells didn't, he shot Wells with a 45 handgun. Uh, Wells does have injuries, but he should be okay. They're not life-threatening. Deputies say there are charges likely in this case, but they're trying to, uh, well, put everything together to see what happened. The American Red Cross is helping the resident of the heavily damaged mobile home. In San Antonio, Texas, the boyfriend here uh, did not get the hint the first time. Man is hospitalized after being shot several times while visiting his girlfriend on the northwest side of San Antonio. It happened about three in the morning on Monday. He said when they got to a home, they found a man with two gunshot wounds to his leg. He told police his girlfriend had called and told him to meet her at the house. When she wasn't at her house, a group of men were, and they started shooting at him. The men all got into an older model truck and drove off. Uh, the really odd thing about this story is the same thing happened to him earlier in the evening. About 11 that evening, his girlfriend asked him to meet her at a nearby gas station. When he got there, his girlfriend was there with a group of guys who opened fire on him. He was able to drive off without being shot during that first incident. Uh, police say they do have a woman in custody, but they have not said anything about charges yet. This guy's name Charlie Brown? What a <laughs> doofus. Right, right. I, I dropped that gal. You know that, boy? <laughs> You think? Mm-hmm. Um, you want more, Joe? I, I, no. I, sure. Uh, we got leprosy in Florida. You want that? Yeah, I see that. Leprosy cases are increasing. I didn't think. I thought it was eradicated. But let's get rid of leprosy. Oh, Why is health, it still around? Health officials say cases of leprosy, also known as Hansen's disease, are surging in central Florida. In a research letter, the CDC said that central Florida has accounted for 81% of reported cases in the state and almost one-fifth of all cases nationwide. The letter says leprosy has been historically uncommon in the United States. The incidents peaked around 1983. Why? And a drastic reduction in the annual number of documented cases occurred from the 1980s through 2000. Since then, reports demonstrate a gradual increase in the incidence of leprosy in the United States. Authorities said that several cases in central Florida have demonstrated no clear evidence of zoonotic exposure or traditionally known risk factors. They also noted they've reported a case of lepromadius leprosy in the area in a male resident without risk factors for known transmission. Common uh, symptoms include runny nose, dry scalp, eye problems, trouble getting out of recliner chairs on your legs. You know, you can't call leprosy Hansen disease. Um, that's what I'm looking up. Who's Hansen? Why, because why did... that, that, you know, that's like calling cancer Willy Wonka disease. Right. There, there's it, why, why uh, there's you... no... Uh, I thought it, isn't it a biblical disease? I thought it had been around forever. That's right. I thought it was, of its publicity. I thought it was erased <laughs> from... I thought mankind was done with Well, they had the <laughs> island. Yeah, leper don't they have Island. Leper Island yeah. and Leper Hawaii. Pits? And they dig a big hole. The, yeah. We did this bit already. Right, the finger yeah. bucket. Yeah. You know there's a super moon tonight. <laughs> Throw them in the bucket. I know yeah, about a super the moon. There's a super moon tonight, John. Tonight is National Night night. Out, isn't it? Yes, it is. And if you don't see the moon tonight, the super moon, you have to wait nine years. Ooh. That's the next one? It's a big one. Okay. Uh, I'm going to see it because I'm going to be out tonight in South St. Paul. We're hitting it. We're hitting it. You mean you're going to be in your yard? Well, they they have the banners up. Was that the end of the sentence? What? You just stopped with your thought there. Transition? No, I have the story right here. Oh, I see. oh here we go. I was looking for something pertinent. 
it's a full moon. It happens tonight. And uh, there you have it. Gerhard Heinrich Armour Hansen, born in 1841 in Norway. He discovered it, I bet. Uh, he was the guy that said, this is going on. Yes, you know what he said? This isn't good. This is not good. I can see this. What is National Night Out like on the Suchere block? It doesn't exist. You guys don't get together? I don't know. You grill brats? We're on Maine. That's a tough street over there on Maine. Maybe some if burgers. Girl brats, I'm telling you what I'm looking at right now. I'm looking at a picture of Spencer's newest creation. What's that, Joe? Root beer float brats. I'm wow. telling you, that sounds fantastic. Well, you can only try them in one place. It's a distinct root beer flavor with a little mozzarella cheese blended in. It's hmm. so crazy, it just might work. Well, I, for some reason, it just sounds, you know what it sounds like? Refreshing. You know, you've got that maple touch when you have, make sausages in the morning. I like it. Yeah, I like they, it. you get the root beer. And uh, it's the new summer flavor from Grunhofer's Old Fashioned Meats, the original location in Hugo on Highway 61, just north of Hugo, and another Spencer location in Forest Lake, just east of 35 on 97. In fact, at Forest Lake, they're looking for employees. If you want to get really? into the meat business. Is that a hint towards us? Yeah, all of you <laughs> would do well to maybe apply there and see how it works out for you. They're looking, although it's, uh, although customer service is important and yeah, you'd all flunk yeah, that. Yeah, we're not very good at that. Feet. Instagram, Grunhofer's Old Fashioned Meats. What do you want to see on sale this week? Steaks? Root beer floats. Beef sticks? Root beer float brats. All right, I'll put that in. Root beer float brats. Yeah. You make suggestions on what you want on sale? Yep. Neat. But they have it all at Grunhofer's. It's not just brats. It's burgers, steaks, pork shoulders, chicken, salmon. You name it. It's just a meat emporium like none other. The GLers meet there. A lot of times the GLers meet there on Saturdays. Their salmon, by the way, yeah. is very, very underrated. Well, I'm, how could it be? It's salmon. It's, it's got to so be good. perfect. It's so good. Oh, man. It's, it's, uh, it's summer. It's grilling season. It's cabin season. Take your cooler to Grunhofer's, load it up, and head up north or wherever you're heading. You'll you'll uh, you'll thank the old mayor for that recommendation. Mm -hmm. Grunhofer's a mile north of about a mile north of Hugo on Highway 61, if that far, and again in Forest Lake on Highway 97, just east of 35. Grunhofer's Old Fashioned Meats. Holy. I just opened up my Facebook. Mm -hmm. And that is David Nimmer. Yeah. I keep telling you, idiots. So it's listening to All you. The phone is, is listening to you. Please, I will not be silenced. Well, in, <laughs> you can make fun of it all you leprosy? want. It's, Where's leprosy? What? I'm just telling you guys, the phone listening Probably to not me. a lot of lepers on Facebook. I'll put it Probably to you this not. way, gentlemen. <laughs> when I search stuff on this work computer, it will show up on my Google search on my cell phone. Huh. That's some uh, witchcraft. Well, don't you have a Google account? Huh? Uh, do you have a Google account? I do, but I'm not signed into it on my work computer. Because with my Gmail, I used my Gmail on my phone. Right. Yeah, that's probably why. That fraud Walls is telling uh, 
Iowans that it's hotter than hell out and get used to it. This is what's coming. No, you big tub of lard. Uh, winter's coming is what's coming. God, he's a disappointment. You know what I think we should do someday? Go to the St. Jorgen Hospital in Bergen and see the Leprosy Museum. What possibly could they have at the Leprosy Museum? Fingers, gauze. ears. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Here's the leg of old Joel. Part. Leprosy Museum. I'm going to look that up. Machetes. Bone Tire. saws. The first fairy. Oh. <clears throat> Time you golfing? I, I don't even think I will. Too sad. I'm tired of it. The hell with it. I don't want to do anything. I'm getting a demo car. Oh, this day in history. Uh, bridge collapse. Yeah, the bridge came down. What year was that? 05? 06? What? 07. No, it's 07. That's right. Cause it was On this right day in I 07. I got it. It's in this day in history. Okay, good. I was just, you know, trying to have your back. I don't think you do. I... <laughs> What time? Did you guys cut to it immediately? Because that was before I started working here. Well, uh, we were it was off about the air. 10 after 6. We weren't yes. even here. I was driving was over the Franklin Avenue Bridge, and I heard it. What? The you heard collapsed? the collapse? Yeah. Why are we doing this now? Sorry, I never did. I went show. down to look at it, but I never... My sister drove across it about 15 minutes prior to its collapse. I think we were but there's sh- probably one million Minnesotans now who say I drove across it about 10 minutes before I went down. Actually, they drove across. I distinctly across. remember where I was. Why don't I was we do this on the show? swimming at pool and yacht, and I heard the news, and I couldn't picture it in my... I thought it was the 35 across the river bridge down by... Yeah. I didn't even We're running think out of time here. Let's go. <laughs> saying, why don't we do this on the show? Let's go. Because we were going to go to dinner... Here's a man who spends hours in hardware stores, sifting through the nuts and bolts of life. Joe Souchere. Don't read my name if this is read on the podcast. Joe, as you read a few days ago, the story about EVs and the cargo ship that caught fire and the shipping vessel that refused to transport a different shipment reminded me of last winter. I'm a trooper in the Owatonna area. Last winter on I-35, we had a Tesla Model X, the one with the Falcon doors that swing up. Easily an 80 grand vehicle, if minimally specced from Tesla. It ran out of battery by Reaver's old stomping grounds, Fairbowl. The owner of the Tesla was southbound on 35 and was towing a 20 to 25 foot V-nose enclosed trailer and ran out of battery just north of Fairbowl by Highway 21. I know, big whoop, right? Our dilemma was no tow company in our area wants to tow these EVs off the road. Right. Too much of a fire risk and guessing you'd have to pay a premium on your shop insurance. No one has a mobile diesel generator to rescue or charge EVs since it's not cost effective. But we couldn't tow them off to the nearest charger either, says tows wouldn't touch it. Eventually, we found a tow company that was willing to take the chance. The company that towed it has a big open tow yard where they can store it away from everything else in case it catches fire. 
I love Teslas, have rented them in the past while on vacation in Phoenix, but like you said, they're great cars, but not for everyday use. This poor guy probably topped off the battery at some supercharger in the metro and trusted the computer to tell him he'd make it to the supercharger in Albert Lee. The guy didn't make it to the first Fairbow to the first Fairbow exit. That's a fifty mile miscalculation. Fairbow doesn't have anything that would charge no. the Tesla X any faster than two days. Wow. Not even a non Tesla E V charger. Huh. Anyway, no need to read this on the air. Well, I just did. Okay. Just thought you'd want to see the problem from that aspect. I never did ask the tow company what the bill was and how the owner was able to charge it. Charge it. Where he was able to charge it and how long he was stranding, stranded charging it without a supercharger. Woo! Wow. Well, this I'm guy's, su- surprised ahead. that uh, Tesla doesn't have a network set up throughout the United States to service and pick these things up and work on them. And this guy's right. If he left the match, he didn't even get halfway. But he was towing an enclosed trailer? Mm Mm-hmm. Well, that's why. I don't... Well, that's a good point. I don't know what the towing capacity of a Tesla would be. The weight capacity. I don't know. But a 20 to 25-foot V-nose enclosed trailer, that's a big, big trailer. Yeah, it sounds like a snowmobile trailer. Yeah, heavy. Heavy trailer. Or a fish house. Only because they come to us. Well, where are we now? I have to look. We moved. They're in Edinburgh, Scotland. The Traveling Lymans. Wow. Congrats. I've been there. Boy, you're going to love that, Lymans. Especially if you're scotch drinkers. Oh, yeah. Good place to go. Quickly, so. a Tesla Model 3 can tow a trailer or camper up to 2,000 pounds, according to factory specs. So I don't know if well, that... Well, a 20 to 23-foot trailer, depending on what was in it, I bet that was all of 2,000 pounds. Extra battery. On this day in 1820... Og 1. Lewis Cass, governor of Michigan Territory, negotiated a peace treaty between the Dakota and the Ojibwe at what is now Fort Snelling. Hmm. On this day in 1849, the Lake Superior and Mississippi Railroad inaugurated rail travel between St. Paul and Duluth. Okay. All right. On this day in 1989... Duluth held its first Bayfront Blues Festival. Originally a small one-day regional event, it has grown into one of the major blues festivals in the country, attracting fans from all over the world, hosting over 200 blues performers of national and regional acclaim, and growing in attendance from about 1,000 the first year to nearly 60,000 over a three-day period in 1998. Do they still have it? I was just oh. looking. Funny you should ask. Mm-hmm. I was in attendance, well, that was about 10 years ago. That's fun. I like that event. Well, those Mysterians yeah. that run Duluth probably screwed this thing No, up. I think it is no, still going, they, isn't it? They still have. In fact, boy, they got some great access here. Buddy Who's coming? Guy, Buddy Guy, Ronnie Baker Brooks, Charlie Musselwhite, uh, Rick Estrin and the Nightcats, uh, Rusty Zinn, uh, Elvin Bishop's Big Fun Trio. Uh, hey, when is it, Cannon. John? August, August uh, 11th, 12th, and 13th oh, this year. A week. Uh, Buddy Guy's got to be getting up there, huh? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I just saw him last year. He was still great. Wonderful. 
On this day in 2007, not too many years ago, the Interstate 35W bridge over the Mississippi River in Minneapolis collapsed during the evening rush hour. 13 people were killed and 145 injured. And we all remember that. God, that must have been the wor- worst feeling. We were not on the air. We had left the air. This happened about 6.05, 6.10 p.m. And mm. Kenny, uh, Kenny, you actually claim you have you heard it go down. It was the, the reason I remember it was a really thick day. You could see the air. It was cloudy. It was humid. Yep. And I heard thunder, and I started looking around for lightning. And by the and I was going over the Franklin to get onto the Parkway, and by the time I got down to Minnehaha Falls, my phone was blowing up mm-hmm. um, be, because of that. Yeah, I did. I forgot it we, was so late in the day. We went back into work. John, I think John, I did. John did. Nancy uh, Fox did, Fox, yeah. and a few other people. And we were on the air all night. Rook, I thought I kind of feel bad. I didn't. Uh, we didn't go back. We didn't go back. Yeah. Uh, we didn't. Uh, I think we didn't are, you weren't we didn't, asked. Yeah, we didn't call you. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, who who was on the air then, Kenny? After Joe, I don't remember. Oh. Six o'clock. Who would have been on? Jason Lewis. I think it was probably somebody. network programming. Okay. Well, I think so it would have been Jason. Jason Lewis. It might have been Jason. Yeah, Jason into Tommy. I think Jason for two hours. And neither Tommy. of them would have known anything about the bridge. No, they they went. What they did is they threw it to Channel Five, yeah. Ah. And then uh, I got in a huge <clears throat> yelling match. Surprise, surprise! With a man, yeah. and pretty much told him what we were going to do. <laughs> and <laughs> it's funny you say that. And we followed through, and we did it. And Hey Man actually thanked me the next day for being such a prick. It's, <laughs> it's funny you, you said that. that. You? We did the same thing on September 11, two thousand one. Yes. Yeah. I got into yep. a big kerfuffle yep. with Heyman because Heyman wanted to go network news. Right. And I said, no, we're going to do it. And he ended up saying that was the right call. Yeah. That was. I remember that. You can actually go to uh, YouTube. It has uh, the KSTP AM broadcast from 6 to 7 p.m. that day. Okay. Uh, from radiotapes.com. It would have been you guys, right? No, I didn't no, go back I, until uh, I think ten o'clock. Oh, yeah, and yeah. I went home right away. Things I, to do, did you? <laughs> I had just uh, no. turned around and went You're back. Dry and Nan- a little bit. Nancy was no. in control. Yeah. I said, "All right, I'll I'll just go home." Then. Yeah, no, I had um, childcare issues. Oh, ben, I was, ben was Ben was back seven. Then. Yeah, and uh, the roommate was at work until nine. So as soon as she got home from work, I went in, and then at about two in the morning, I went down there. Uh, and that was really interesting and fascinating. Wow. I, the, the, the image, though, that still sticks out is the school bus that did not tip over. How in the Lord's name that thing did not tip over. It fell down and just landed on its wheels. There were some brave frogmen type who went diving down there. Yeah. I had a brother-in-law that worked for HCMC as a paramedic, and he was crawling around down there. Wow. Well, I'm talking about the guys who went down went in underwater the water. into yeah. the twisted yeah. steel. Yeah, that's ballsy. Yep. The uh, six o'clock show that evening was Matt Thomas. I was oh, just that's listening. right. I was just listening that's right. To, uh, Matt to Thomas. The broadcast. Well, thanks, Yellers. Was a horse bleep show. <laughs> <laughs> we all got flipped off once. <laughs> Not me. I got it twice. Actually, yeah, I. I got double. And I gave it back once. <laughs> Yo, 
guess this is where I jump in and tell you to um, go to YouTube, subscribe to Garage Logic, and then be entertained for free. Now, if you want more entertainment, it's going to cost you about 10 bucks a month or 100 bucks for the year to sign up for the Garage Logic Town Council. We also have some state fair announcements coming up the next couple of weeks. A lot of. You do? Yeah, we got. We're not we've told you yet. You might actually tell them on the air. And don't forget, for those of you that want to sign up online for August 14th, 30th anniversary podcast at the Chanhassen Theaters. It's going to be a great night. John, don't forget to send me news stories, please. Oh, wait, crap. I still have to edit that. That's right. Joe, I'm ready for you. I got to record my spot. Dave Zimmer (laughs) of the Center of America. Is it Center for the American Experiment? Center of the American Experiment. Breaks down black crime statistics. Center of the American Experiment. Breaks down... Did you say statistics on, or how did you? No, I said breaks down black crime statistics. They're going to release the body cam this afternoon. Good. I'm seeing here. Ready? Uh. Um. Matt, uh, no, uh, GL's demolition derby driver, Matt. Yep. Sent pictures of his car. Check it out on the website because I'm going to forward those to you right now. Can I from this phone? Probably. Anything else besides Johnny? Oh, Mary Moriality. Mary Moriality. Strikes again. Strikes again. It says small, medium, large, actual size. What do you hit Uh, when you're sending photos? Actual size. I thought the sentencing guideline reversal on carjacking was interesting. It happened earlier in the week. <clears throat> Shit. I meant to get to that today, damn it. We don't often see that That's sort of thing. That's a ray of hope. Yeah, yeah. Is this something we can do tomorrow? Yeah, it's not going anywhere. What will that do to Mary Moriality, I wonder? I don't don't know. We don't talk. There's a couple rays of hope on the uh, website for the American Experiment. Uh, Okay. Yep. Here we go. Hmm. 
The bridge thing looks like at about 6.30 they turned it over to TV. From 6.30 to 7.00 it's all TV. But this only goes to 7.00, so I'm not sure what's going on. Because I re- remember we were up north on a Reavers family excursion, and I remember my dad and I sat and watched the Channel 5 coverage at some cabin. Remember how hard it was to get cell service in the Twin Cities, Joe? Oh, my goodness, yes. It was really bad. Everybody was on their cell phone. Yeah. Yep. And there was a truck on the bridge that they kept showing over and over, and I had the exact same truck. So all my family was bugging me. How many How many total deaths did we have? 16, right? Was it 16? Okay. Yep. 16. You guys remember the bus photo, though, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Jesus. Jesus. I was 07. Man alive. I know. I'm sorry, did you send me something, John? I did, yep. Sorry, I should have told it's you. It's okay. Yes. Uh, oh, there's Joe's email. John Height. It actually went to your normal email? No. I just, <laughs> automatic, I just automatically go to my spam. Because I know that's where it's going to go. I go to my spam email once a day now. Just for your stuff. That's weird. You're disagreeable. No, I'm kidding. Street, anybody, Jen? No, all I have seen so far is uh, Toronto got DeYoung, which was expected. I didn't realize there's no more waiver trades, they can't do them anymore. Yeah, it started so, last year. So oh, today, shit, we lost Kenny when we started talking about baseball. It's a done deal <laughs> if uh, they don't get it done today. Yeah, that was last year, correct? I was vaguely first... remember, yeah, but I, I I had forgotten until they mentioned it last night. On the I was watching the Yankees game, and Michael Kay said it, basically begging the Yankees to do something. Well, honestly, if they're smart, they'd sell. They're not good. They're not good. That lineup is incredibly. Awful. I get why they won't, though. I mean, you're charging ten billion dollars for tickets yeah. for that dump. I mean, I get why, but it's so wild to watch all those guys hit so badly and they're obviously cooked uh lemayhew i impossible to believe that he's as bad as he is i've been watching him ever since the yankees got he's been almost automatic one or two hits a game and he's just i mean yeah awful rizzo's awful stanton's awful gotta fire the hitting coach they did Oh, oh yeah! Didn't they hire what's his name? They hired uh, uh, Sean Casey. Yes, Sean Casey. That that hasn't really worked out very well. He strikes me as the biggest dude, bro. Dude, bro. Yeah. So, uh, Joe. Uh, Joe sent this as a email. How can I save this? Shit. Sheet. Sheet. Uh, all right, I'm gonna, have to, I'm gonna have to do some magic on this one. Work your magic, Chris. Oh. 
what uh, is there a day you want to record that spot? Do you want me to come in? Because you said it wouldn't sound good, probably. Oh, if you could do that, that would be awesome. Uh, maybe. How about Friday when I don't work? <laughs> well, why don't you come in when you're going to do the show? Because uh, it's a pain. I have to write news, and by the time I shower and get ready and look like a human being, then it's already, you know. Yeah, whatever you want. Yeah, if you want to come in Friday, that's fine. Is that soon enough? Will I be all right with? Yeah, that's fine. Because it starts Monday. Right? Oh, shit. Yeah, it starts Monday. Do you need come in tomorrow and do the show. I can't. Tomorrow I actually have two shows to do, remember? Which really gives me a time crunch. Um, really? Just, just email. Email. Is it just Bernie or is there another AE on this? Uh, it's just all. Bernie's the only one that's been contacting me, so I'm assuming it's just him. Do I have a bruise? I do. Right there. Look at that. No, we got bruises you don't know about. That means you're getting old. Um. Just tell him you're going to come in and record the spot if, if he wonders where where it's at. Just say you're going right. to come in Friday and record the spot. Okay. That'll work. Well, he knew I was waiting for the kit, which I finally got. So, Kit was the car on Knight Rider, John. It's a new night for Knight Rider. I, uh, that's, the one, that's that weird period where I never saw anything. Never you're saw an episode. Smoking dope and playing in bands. Playing guitars and studying and, you know. Studying my ass. Hey, I studied like a lot. In Why you read now? <laughs> All right, see you, Raz. See you, Rook. All right. Tell, Bye, tell, council. Tell Rook I think he's off the hook for. Oh, I guess we better wait till the council's gone. Hold on. Bye, council. <laughs>